Hi, I'm Johnny Pollard, and welcome to the One Giant Mind podcast. In this episode, I talk with Sophia, who is a brand strategist and creative designer, who is also a long-term meditator and is very interested to understand the connection between meditation and creativity. And this is a subject I love to talk about. So if creativity is a gateway to solve problems, I would love to hear from you. What is your take on the relationship between meditation and creativity? Hmm, yummy. <laughs> creativity is this thing that we are able to witness with inside of ourselves that is something that is spontaneous in our nature. We, in every moment, are taking information in about what's happening. And through the mechanism of processing that information, we relay it to what we already know, and we seek to expand our meaning of the present moment through that information by taking the essence of the experience, relaying it to our current model, and then integrating what we believe to be relevant that's going to cause more expansion of our awareness. This is what I define as creativity. We are creating a new model of how we see the world in every moment. This is the essence of creativity. And so meditation is probably the most direct mechanistic approach in terms of how we can utilize our mind to not only cultivate creativity, but to become intimately acquainted with how it works, what it is, what is creativity. And so I've just described it at a very, very subtle level in terms of our human experience. Right now, inside of your mind, you're taking what I'm saying and you're relaying it to your current definition of creativity, correct? And you're allowing my definition and your definition to merge, correct? And the result of that is an expansion of your understanding of what creativity is. Correct? Correct. Great. You are being creative right now. We are choiceless in this process, by the way. This is the way in which our mind works. This is the way in which we process information in any given moment. So then when we look at creativity from the perspective of, you know, what is traditionally known as the arts you know, creativity in terms of painting, sculpting, um, poetry, writing, music, dance, where we are expressive of our spirit. The expression of our creativity always starts internally and then through the sequence of it becoming something, the third thing I call it. We have the external stimulation, the internal response and interaction with that external stimulation, those two interactions create a third thing. And that third thing is what we refer to as our creative inspiration, our desire to want to enact on that impulse. And what meditation does is it leads us into that place where 
this process is always taking place. It cultivates the perceptual and sensory uh, awareness whereby we can behold it as an experience of the mechanics of our mind. We can observe it taking place. You can observe yourself being still and becoming aware of the fact that there is restlessness in the body, there is a desire for that restlessness to settle, there is a willingness to surrender into the restlessness, and there is a relationship between the desire to surrender and the restlessness itself. And in between the restlessness and the desire to surrender into that restlessness, a third thing is being created. And that is the little matrix point where insight emerges, creative insight. You become aware of how to be better at surrendering into the restlessness by simply allowing the two things to innocently dance together, to be completely open without forcing, trying to control anything, just allowing the sensation with the desire. And what occurs is this thing, creativity. We begin to become a fountainhead of insight of how we can increase our capability to move deeper into that experience. And what that therefore reveals to us is how we can show up and interact with absolutely everything. Anything we put our attention on, me onto you. You have a desire to understand the relationship of creativity and meditation. I sit and I'm looking at you, feeling your inquiry. I allow that inquiry as the external stimulation that starts to interact with my desire to want to give you the most appropriate, clear, and meaningful, practical answer. I allow that to gently dance inside of me and insight emerges inside of my mind. And spontaneously, these words start coming out of my mouth. I start stringing sentences together. I'm like, and as I'm listening to it, I'm like, wow, this really makes sense. <laughs> but this is the nature of the self. We are, by our nature, creative beings. We are perpetually innovating on this moment. We can't help it, even if you try to resist it, which is the root of suffering, by the way. The root of our suffering is the resistance of the relentless need for us to innovate anew in this moment. Innovate something new, 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 new. New. When we are when we are stuck in a cycle of the ever repeating known, we are blanketing this innate motion of our being. We are in motion, and if we were to, to describe the nature of this motion, it is evolutionary, meaning it is in a constant state of succeeding itself, becoming better, more complex more sophisticated, more elegant in the way in which we, we process information, the way in which we interact, the way that we are expressive. We are ever increasing in our sophistication. And only when we develop the intimate relationship with the fact that this is taking place can we really understand ourselves and understand creativity as the greatest force of our humanity. It is the greatest force of our humanity to influence 
reality through our creative expression, to understand what the, the source of that force is. To understand the source of the force requires that we become intimately acquainted with the stillness of our being, and it becomes self-evident. We're like, oh, <laughs> how does a volcano erupt? Well, you have to understand what's at the base of a volcano. It's molten lava. <laughs> we, we are a, an infinite reservoir of creative molten lava, and our attention, our awareness, our humanity is like the volcano, the mountain, that is desiring to erupt constantly, perpetually ooze out the lava of our intelligence, our creative intelligence, to affect some kind of change, to create something. Did that answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. And I would love to evolve on what you just touched upon Um that is all of us being creative by default. If meditation is the gateway to enlighten us and be more creative, and how do we help people who are meditating to acknowledge and explode their creativity? Mm. Because I think there is a great movement going around meditation around the world, but I don't know if there is a direct relationship for everyone. Uh, with meditation and being creative, especially for those who don't consider themselves already as a, a creative being. Yeah. And that's half the problem, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> is that there is this conditioning that there are certain people that are creative Correct. and certain people that are not. Right. And that's just, you know, <laughs> a, a gross misconception of our humanity. Agreed. Um, and also the term meditation is a very loose term to describe many different practices that enliven different functions of the mind. And some meditation techniques, um, when practiced out of, uh, out of sequence, don't necessarily yield a direct experience of our deeper nature. They can have us ruminating cyclically on the level of our conditioning and very slowly move into that deep state. Now there's great value in that. Um, uh, if you have a baseline of self-awareness established, uh, so there are lots of meditation techniques out there. Some are more effective at enlivening the direct experience of our primal creative instinct. And uh, then, then others are, And this is by no means a commentary on this meditation practice is better than that meditation practice because, quite frankly, they're all wonderful and important. What's lacking is the understanding of the sequence in which they can be practiced to elicit the most dynamic awakening of the mind's potential. And uh, this knowledge isn't really understood um, in the West And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a part of the, the, the mission of one giant mind to re-enliven the understanding of one, the nature of the mind and the sequence in which meditation practices, uh, can be adopted, um, in order to enliven the, the greatest level of potential. Uh, and so the, the technique that we start with, in the one giant mind system is a technique we refer to as a being technique, which enables the mind to very effortlessly move beyond the normal level of thinking that it gets trapped on and moves into a deeper state of awareness, whereby our 
attention is non-local, meaning that we lose the awareness that we're sitting in a chair meditating in a room for a period of time. One could say we go beyond time-space, the awareness of time and space. We don't lose awareness as such. We just go beyond it, uh, beyond, beyond the linear construct of what we're used to, which is that I'm sitting in a room, I'm, I'm this person with these, with these wonderful qualities and all of these troubles, and I'm meditating. In, the, in a being technique, uh, one is able to transcend those, those levels that we're very identified with into deeper, subtler levels of an experience of our humanity that reveals to us a more expansive, dynamic, abstract experience that is so lively with this thing that I'm talking about, this creative impulse, this creative urge. And when we practice this technique for a period of time, first, to establish this baseline experience of the very reservoir of creativity that is inherently in us, then it makes it a lot easier to practice other techniques to more mindfully cultivate the way we express it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yes. And so um, that that's being very specific to your question. You're asking how does meditation and why, uh, how does meditation cultivate creativity? But why is some people, you know, despite the fact that they meditate, they're not necessarily yet fully connecting with that creativity. Uh, it may be the case that they're either deeply indoctrinated into the belief system that they are not creative, and that's going to require some, some work for them to, to break that down. And there are all kinds of wonderful exercises and other meditation techniques to break down belief systems. But it also may be because they're practicing a technique that doesn't actually deliver them into that place yet. Hmm. Did that answer your question? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think it's, um, it's a topic for everyone to really sit down and think about because the more empowered everyone is around creativity, I think just like meditation, um, in whatever you do in life, you're going to be able to, um, solve problems, um, across the board in your life. Um, and I think creativity gets labeled very often in the art world, in the design world, And I think for me, uh, personally and professionally, it's a mean to solve problems, really. And that's, and that's really why we meditate. Correct. <laughs> This is where I was going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree with you anymore because, you know, meditation is very popular now and we can get so caught up in the subject of meditation and forget actually why we're meditating. You know, meditation is a, a mechanistic device to enliven our humanity. Actually, the thing we need to be talking about more other than meditation is what is our humanity? What does that look like when we're alive and powered humans? And what does it look like when we're able to, to meet the challenges and demands of life with the full power of our humanity? And creativity is a cornerstone of our humanity. And the way that you describe that is... I'm in total agreement with you. The big takeaway here is the principle that we are all creative. 
This idea that some people are creative and some aren't is something that we really need to move past and recognize that in every moment we are engaged deeply in a creative process. And when we recognize that, we're able to harness the power of that and break free from things that we feel trapped in. A big thank you to the whole One Giant Mind team. Our show producers Trevor Exeter and Sean Tomlin, original music composition by Ali, and of course Andrea Stern for providing her beautiful studio space for this podcast. If you're interested in learning meditation, you can download the free One Giant Mind mobile app on iTunes or Google Play. And if you're a passionate meditator and feel inspired to share meditation with the world by teaching it, you can apply to the One Giant Mind Teacher Training Academy. You can learn more by going to onegiantmind.com. That's the number one, giantmind.com. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.